Welcome to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. My name is Mackenzie Judge, and I am obsessed with beauty. On my podcast, we'll talk all things beauty industry from products, launches, trends, routines, business, gossip, and so much more. So prepare to get glossed with loads of content. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, you guys. I am so excited to be bringing another episode this week. And this week on the podcast, we have Brie Fullerton, who is the founder and CEO of Shinery. If you look them up right now, you might think they're just a jewelry company, but she's really excited to tell us why they're in the beauty industry. So hi, Brie. How are you? Hi, I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. I'm so excited you're on. Thank you for coming on. This is going to be so much fun. But maybe give me a little background into your brand, because I know at like a first glance, it might seem like you're in more like jewelry industry and that type of stuff, but kind of tell us how you swarmed your way into the beauty industry. Yeah, definitely. So Shiner is on a mission to help you and your jewelry shine your brightest. And we really want to revolutionize the way you think about jewelry care. So in the past, you would take off your jewelry and you would drop it into lotions, potions, and a ton of chemicals. And that is what would actually clean your jewelry. And it honestly made cleaning your jewelry feel like a chore. So when I was thinking about how can I create something that fits into my beauty routine, fits into my personal care routine, I really came about formulating and creating Shinery from a formula perspective, because I figured if it was part of my beauty routine or personal care routine, I had to actually care about the formulas because it was interacting with our skin and we wear our jewelry all of the time. So it's kind of like you do your hair, you do your makeup, and then we put on our jewelry. So it felt like there was this missing piece where we take care of our hair, we take care of our skin, um, we take care of our clothing, but we're not taking care of our jewelry. And I just asked myself, why is that? And again, it was because we were dropping our jewelry into jars of chemicals rather than having something that was safe and effective to use on our skin and on our body. I love that. And tell me a little bit about your background in beauty, just from like a passion standpoint or any experience that you have. Yeah. So I would say that I'm probably an entrepreneur that had a problem and found a solution. I truly don't have a background in beauty. Like I didn't work at magazines. I didn't work um, in some of, you know, CPG or D to C companies, um, but have always been a beauty junkie myself. I absolutely love testing products, trying products. Um, I love wearing makeup. I love doing my hair. So I'm probably just your everyday girl that has, you know, a, a fairly simple, but uh, fun beauty routine and makeup routine. Uh, so that was really my background in beauty, but I do feel like when creating this, I kept thinking to myself, how can this be a beauty product? Not how can this be like a personal care or like a, yeah, a jewelry you know. cleaner, if you will. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think just my everyday being an everyday girl, um, that's truly kind of my background in beauty. No, I love it. I think that's like a very relatable way of like getting into the industry. And that's how most of us get into it is just doing daily routines and finding what we love and finding our staples. So let's talk about our routines and how Shinery is involved in the routine. Is this something you would use every single day? How often would you use it? When is it put into your personal routine? 
tell us all the details. Yeah. So great question. Um, I personally use Shinery every single day. So I wake up in the morning, I will do my hair, I will do my makeup and I keep all of my jewelry on. So I am kind of in the camp of jewelry wearers that I have my staple earrings, I have my staple rings and bracelets and I never take them off. Yep, um, <laughs> so I've, but, and this is an important point because, you know, I have my earrings in, I have my rings on and as I'm doing my hair, doing my makeup, I'm spraying hairspray. I'm, you know, dry shampooing, doing all of these different things, putting lotions, potions, um, just a normal everyday routine that I'm sure, you know, most of us have. And in the process, my jewelry is taking an absolute beating. I mean, sometimes I'll look down and I have self-tanner in my prongs or (laughs) I have, you know, um, I have under eye concealer that I've like tried to put on my hand and buffed around. So, um, my jewelry actually does get, I feel like the dirtiest through my beauty routine, if that yeah, makes that any makes sense. Total sense. So, I can think I have, I wear this little crown ring. I know people can't see, but I wear this little crown ring and everything yes. gets stuck in these little crevices of the like tiara portion of it, mm-hmm. like lotion and makeup. And I was getting ready for an event this past weekend and I didn't even notice, but my friend was like, there's literally foundation all over your ring <laughs> hitting on your dress. And I was like, Oh my God. So I completely relate with this. Yes. And so with that, I, I, like I said, I really don't worry about getting my jewelry dirty because I use our radiance wash as the very last step in my beauty routine. So do my hair, do my makeup, do my lotions and potions. And then truly as the last step walking out the door, I will wash my rings and my bracelets in our radiance wash. If I have a pair of like diamond earrings or anything that I really want to sparkle and shine, I'll take them out real quick, give them a quick wash. And then they sparkle and shine the way they're supposed to. And I feel, I feel complete. I feel like I have my hair, my makeup, my clothing, and then also my jewelry looking its best. I love it. Well, let's talk a little bit about the formulation because it is so innovative and different from what's currently on the market right now. So tell me a little bit about the formulation. Why is it safe for you personally? Why is it safe for your jewelry? Why is it good for your skin? Maybe we can also go into the fearful five, all the things. Yes, absolutely. So I'll start with the formulation for our radiance wash because that really is our hero product. And as I was approaching, you know, kind of reinventing the jewelry care category, I kept thinking I wanted to use something that was good for you and good for your jewelry. So how could I figure out a way that as I was formulating this, if I was going to tell people that they had to, you know, leave their jewelry on while cleaning, how how can I formulate with ingredients that are good for your skin or, you know, all these things. So I kind of became a, a chemist. I I think that's what you do when you're an entrepreneur, you open yourself up to new challenges. And I started doing a ton of research on what was in personal care products, what was in beauty products. And there's a lot of product or there's a lot of ingredients that are okay in personal care products, but not okay in beauty products. Um, And it was very fascinating and very eye-opening. So I felt like through this process, there was a list of ingredients that I became very down on, if you will. Um, A ton of endocrine disruptors, a ton of hormonal disruptors. And our at the right now, our target market or, you know, most of our clientele are young females or you know, newly engaged females, 
um, married females. So I felt like if I was trying to tell someone that this was going to be something that they needed to use every single day and it would have contact on their skin, that it really needed to fit the ingredient list of a beauty product that would pass like EWG verification or things like that. So, um, being clean beauty, I know is like tossed around a lot. Um, but our, our ingredients truly are like good for you and good for your jewelry. I love it. And tell me a little bit about the fearful five. What are they and why do we stay away? Yeah, no. So that is a great question. So our fearful five are just kind of like the five buckets that I felt like as we were trying to simplify the jewelry care industry and just create products again, that were easy to use and could easily fit into your beauty routine. Um, so our fearful five, the first is synthetic colors and fragrances. So we don't formulate with any essentially like fake coloring or fake ingredients. Um, and really that just comes from a lack of transparency when like, as the formulations are coming together. So if I can't tell you as the end consumer exactly what is in the product that you're using, we're just choosing to stay away from that. So our, our first is synthetic colors and fragrances. Our second is parabens, um, really common again within the beauty industry. So we just steer clear of those. Um, and then our third is phthalates. So again, very common, um, but they are harmful preservatives. So we've been able to so far formulate without those. Um, and then the fourth is sulfates. So they are, they've had their moment in beauty where I do feel like a lot of beauty products have become sulfate free. Um, but not necessarily so much in the personal care space. And it's not that like body washes and things like that aren't, but it's actually, it's found in a lot of cleaning products. And again, I just go back to the fact that if I was asking you to keep your jewelry on and clean your jewelry, even though it's common in cleaning products, it should not be common in, um, it, in something I'm asking you to use every single day. Right. And then, and then our fifth and uh, like in complete transparency, I don't even think I'm saying these right it's MIT and I know if you MIT. can't even pronounce them they're like the craziest <laughs> words ever that's why it's like why are we putting this in things that are going on our face and we're ingesting it when we're applying it and why are we using it but yes yes exactly so I'll I'll do everyone a favor and like not even butcher how <laughs> to say things um but these are chemical chemicals these are ingredients however whatever word people use to describe these um but these are essentially chemicals that are banned in the EU, Canada, Japan, places that have a lot more stricter standards than the United States. Mm -hmm. So just from like a human global perspective, I feel like if it's banned in one country, there's a reason for that. So I'm not going to formulate with, you know, ingredients that are banned in other countries. So those are really our five pillars. Um, And I, I want people to trust us, you know, if, if you're using, our product, then I want you to trust that it's good for you and good for your jewelry. Yeah. I love that. No, I think it's always good to bring awareness of certain ingredients you should stay away from too. So I love that you highlight those and like you have them on your website and stuff because that's how I found them. And they're just good to steer clear of as much as you possibly can. 
but let's talk a little bit more about your formulation. Mm -hmm. Is there any like metals or I guess like materials of jewelry that you shouldn't be mixing with your formulation or is it good for everything? Yeah. So because we are using plant derived ingredients, we are safe on all metals and gemstones. Now, which is awesome because there's so many products out there where, okay, this you have to use for silver, this for gemstones. Yeah, and you end up ruining it because you just don't know what you can use for what. I'm like, I'm not the chemist. I don't know how to do this kind of stuff. (laughs) Or you just walk around with dirty jewelry because you're like, okay, I have this David Yerman that I got when I was 16 years old. I don't want to ruin it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So um, again, so because we use plant-based ingredients, there's actually no chemicals that are going to have a chemical reaction with metals. And that's a lot of the time why there's certain jewelry care instructions with brass or with gold or plated gold or things like that. So if you are cleaning your jewelry, if you're using really harsh chemicals to clean it, it could be stripping away, you know, gold, like dipped gold. It could be, um, if there's anything that's like oxidized where the jeweler wants it to look kind of worn or this or that, you could be stripping that away. So because we use all plant-based ingredients, we are truly safe on all metals and gemstones. Um, I will say a lot of the, a question we get quite often is, are we safe on pearls? And the answer is yes, we are safe on pearls. However, a lot of times with pearls, there's a silk strand, like a, a pearl necklace, right? right? So you wouldn't want to get the silk wet. So that's where it kind of gets interesting where we are safe on the actual pearl, but the actual silk strand shouldn't necessarily be getting wet every single day. I see. I see. Interesting. And so for that, would you recommend doing something like this might be extreme, but I'm thinking like dipping a Q-tip in your formulation and then like cleaning each pearl, which may be time consuming, but you know, it's safe if you're like wanting to clean the pearls. Yeah. So we have, we actually have two products. We have our radiance towelette, which is a jewelry wipe. And the jewelry wipe is really nice because you can use the wipe on like a strand of pearls. Um, that way you're actually cleaning the pearl, but not the actual string itself. And then I actually use the towelette on a lot of mixed metal jewelry. Like I know you guys can't see, but I'm wearing like fringe earrings, but they're metal based. So I'll clean the metal and like the part that goes into my ear. That way I'm not like soaking the fringe. Um, so we do have a lot of options, even though we only have three SKUs. Uh, my goal was to really simplify jewelry care and give you products that with all three of those, you can literally clean every single thing in your jewelry box um, whether it's fine jewelry or fashion jewelry. I love that. No, I think it's great to keep it like simplified. Yeah. It's so effective. You can use it on anything and at any time. I just, I love that. I love how accessible it is. Well, let's talk a little bit about you being an entrepreneur because it's not for the faint of heart, especially stepping into the beauty industry with not too much experience, which is amazing, but Tell me what has been your favorite part about being an entrepreneur so far and maybe what has been your favorite part about like jumping into the beauty industry as an entrepreneur so far? Great question. So I truly think the best part, it's the best part and sometimes the worst part, but the best part about being an entrepreneur is that every day is completely different and you wear at minimum 10 hats per day. So 
you wake up in the morning and you know you're reviewing packaging and you're trying to make sure it fits all these regulations and you're talking to the lawyers and this or that and then you could be on a podcast and then you're DMing with you know your customers like every day is so different yet we're still so small that i feel like i get to touch every single part of the business and that's so fun and so rewarding because it doesn't you know i don't come to work and i and do just one thing it's truly different every single day and i feel like i have to learn the business myself before i can hire anyone to do a certain thing so I really feel like I've been able to push myself to become, you know, I won't say an expert, but fairly good at a lot of different things. And that's really rewarding, you know, stepping away every day and being like, wow, I had this challenge of logistics, like supply chain right now. I'm trying to import or export, or I need this, you know, coming in or trucked from here to here. And you're like, I didn't wake up today thinking that I was going to become a supply chain expert, but (laughs) I'm going to bed a supply chain expert. So, um, so yeah, so I, I think especially with the beauty industry, everyone sees a lot of gloss, a lot of beautiful campaigns or photo shoots or things like that. And at the end of the day, we're all really, whether you sell soap, whether you sell lipstick, whether you sell face cream, like behind the scenes, we're truly all dealing with a lot of the same challenges and a lot of the same day to day. It's not as glamorous as it looks. (laughs) No, no. And, but it is fun. I will say like, you know, whether it's marketing, whether it's operations, whether it's sales, you know, there are so many different hats, but, um, it's not as glamorous as everyone would say, but at the same time, the glamorous parts are a lot of fun. And honestly, the down and dirty parts are really fun as well. They are. No, they are. And I feel like learning, like you mentioned, learning every single part of the business is so important, especially nowadays, because I love founders like you. I always say this because there's so many founders nowadays that will just slap their name on something and white label it and pay everyone to do everything for them. And so I always appreciate the founder that will wear all the hats, who is, you know, on huge interviews and sells in Nordstrom and then is also like taking out the trash at the end of the day for the office. Like I love it. Well, honestly, thank you because it's, it's funny. I, I had a Nordstrom call this morning and then I was literally rearranging our warehouse with like knee pads on and trying to like when I down and dirty, we, that is us. So we wear, you know, wear a lot of hats, but it's so rewarding. Yes. Well, let's talk about Nordstrom a little bit because congratulations. This is huge. Thank you. How did this partnership come about and how do you feel like it's changed your business so far? Yeah. Great question. So uh, really twofold. And I think for, for us, like I always say that we are trying to create a product category, like jewelry care has never really been seen as a personal care or a beauty product. So with that, there's a lot of challenges. You know, if I woke up one day and said, I want to do another red lipstick, I don't have to tell you why red lipstick exists or the benefits or things like that for red lipstick. So in creating a new category, we've had to do a lot of education and we've had to really make sure that people understand why our products exist and how it can help them. Um, And that education piece is so important because that they have to understand that before they'll actually 
purchase your product. We're not just walking into Nordstrom's and saying, oh, wow, this box looks pretty. Let me buy it. Um, So the Nordstrom partnership has been really amazing because we've actually been able to educate the sales associates about our product. And they're like our little army out there. They're so excited about our product. They've, you know, they've been selling jewelry for 10, 20, 30 years, and they've never, you know, some of the feedback I get from them, they're like, I've never been able to truly answer a question when someone says, how do I clean my diamond ring? Or how do I clean my set of pearls? And so the feedback from the sales associates have been amazing. And they're really, I mean, they're the boots on the ground. Like I can't be in every single Nordstrom store. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> as fun as that would be. Right. As much money as I would spend. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. yes, exactly. Exactly. So they really are our boots on the ground and educating the consumer about our product. So that has been such a rewarding partnership just from, I mean, A, it's Nordstrom. Like yeah. that's, That's a pinch me moment, but the sales associates are so knowledgeable about jewelry and I feel like they've adopted our product so well that that's been very rewarding. And we honestly couldn't do this and be a, you know, a category creator without them. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. That's like such a dream. (laughs) It is so exciting. So cool. But Okay, let's do some burning beauty rapid fire questions. Ooh, here we go, girl. Um, a mix between like personal and your brand, but what's your favorite diamond shape? I am a cushion cut girl. Cushion cut girl. Favorite ingredient in your product? I would have to say the potassium cocoa weight, which I'll do a quick education. Um, that's really our super power surfactant. So that's what gets in there and will actually pull all of the dirt, grime, oil, all the stuff off of your jewelry. So that is really like our superpower. Love it. One skincare product you can't live without. Peter Thomas Roth's exfoliator. It like peels your skin off and it's the most satisfying thing I've ever seen. She's good. I know what you're talking about. She's really good. Okay. One makeup product you can't live without foundation. You have a favorite? Uh, right. I have been an it cosmetics girl for about 10 years. Um, cream? Yes. I'm yep. It's so good. Yeah. Nothing compares. I've tried, and I honestly, I've tried like I get, I am such a sucker for Instagram targeting. So I get targeted all of the D to C brands and all this stuff. And I try them all. And I am just so obsessed with the CC cream from it cosmetics. It's a staple and I've tried, but she knew, she knew she had a winner in that one. Yeah, she did. No, I know. I'm obsessed with that one too. Three things in your beauty routine that you have to do every single day, no matter what. Oh, wow. Um, wash my hands with radiance wash. I, that's a shameless plug, but I'm truly addicted. No, I was going to say, I was like, I hope number one is <laughs> yes. that. So I'm truly addicted at this point because I can notice when my ring is dirty and it happens very quickly. Um, second is a beauty. I don't know if this is beauty, but moisturizing. So I have to moisturize. My skin gets so dry, especially in the warehouse. Um, and then the third is mascara and a little bit of eyeliner. I have blonde hair, so I feel like I just have to, otherwise I look washed out. Yeah. I look sick. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's so funny. Okay. Favorite fragrance that you wear. So I was one of the early adopters of Alien by Terry Migler. Um, My mom wore Angel her whole life. And so I wanted to kind of copy her, but I wanted to wear my own scent. And I have literally, I will walk out of an elevator and people at the office will be like, I know you were on the elevator because I could smell you. And that is your signature fragrance. Like the best compliment ever. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Your favorite jewelry brand. Do you have one in specific? Yeah, I'd have to go with the OG David Yerman. I mean, he just creates such simple pieces and you can stack your bracelets. You can have different earrings. Um, I, I'm a David Yerman girl. Amazing. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you so, so much for coming on today. I've learned so much. I mean, I'm so excited to like learn about this whole new aspect of beauty because you're right. It is new to all of us in the beauty industry. So I'm excited that you're leading the way here, but where can people connect with you personally? Where can they connect with Shinery and where all can they shop? Yeah. So for me personally, and please reach out if you have any questions, I love connecting with other entrepreneurs or people that are thinking about starting a business. I'm at Brie underscore Fullerton on Instagram and Brie Fullerton on LinkedIn. And then Shinery is at Shinery on Instagram, um, Shinery.com. I'm trying to think what other social platforms we have. We do have a TikTok. It's early in its stages. Um, and then for Shinery, you can buy us at Nordstrom, of course, our amazing partner, um, Amazon and Shinery.com. Amazing. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. Like what you hear? Don't forget to rate and subscribe for new episodes every week featuring the latest beauty news. Stay glossy until next time. Mwah.